I'm a flexible man. <laughs> All right, yeah, let me just... Uh, one second. A lot of pressure, Doug. Not a lot of money. Yeah, we are no money. <laughs> Yo, what up? This is Motorcycles and Misfits coming at you straight out of Gazorpazorp Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. I am your host, Philly D. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Running the board tonight, we got Zach. I am still here. Next to him is Bagel. Hello, hello, hello. In the corner, Naked Jim. And the D is for dangerous. You can come and get some of this. (laughs) (laughs) Next to me is uh, Electric Terry. Go Electric. We got our friend John in the house tonight. Hey, everyone. Next to him is Hard Pipe. (laughs) Rawr. <laughs> Sitting bitch Rawr. on the couch. And I'm Rawr. getting the stink eye right now is a lovely cat. Did you just say I'm sitting bitch? That's going to be all you get, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Next to her, we got Matt. Hello, hello. Isaac's in the house tonight. Yes, and what's your name? We have our special guest, Duke. Hello. And Eva. Say hi. Turn hey, the mic and Eva. say hello. Hi. All right. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, <laughs> oh, you fucked up, bro. Uh, of course, Just mute him. Of course, mouth is here. He's not. Important. How you doing? Ah, oh, jeez. So, uh, Zach, you have a mute button, right? Yeah. This was okay. Yes, I so, do. Uh, normally, Liza takes the reins. She and Knock are visiting our friends in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, for uh, AMA Vintage Days. Vintage Vintage Days, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Something on the other side of the state, no one cares about, right? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're out there and. Uh, they're having fun, so we're going to get the full report from that when they get back, uh, I think, a week from now. Uh, so today, let's just cover real quick what we did in the garage. I, I wasn't here. I was working today. Some of us were at uh, Superbike down in Laguna Seca, so I'm sure not much got done. I think the only people that or person that worked on their bike was Becca. Yes. Uh, so I Zach, thought about working on mine. Take that away and let people know what we did today. So I, I opened the garage today, and uh, so... I was hanging out for a minute. They showed up a half hour after I got here, and they're like, "Hey, do you have a ramp? We need to load a bike." Hey, can you come help us load a bike too? And so, <laughs> luckily, John Dalton showed up, so I could go give him a hand uh, loading a bike up. And so it was uh, Black Betty um, that she said was she was having starting problems uh, when she went down to Born Free or had issues with it getting hard to start, and then it just wouldn't start. It would just Ooh. died. It didn't sound like it was running right, so we went and picked it up, um, cranked it over. It kind of sputter a little bit. Um, and we just we went in circles in circles around that bike trying to figure out why it wouldn't start and unfortunately it still is not starting does it have a fuel pump it's it, it does have a fuel pump it was I, I thought it was ignition right away because it sounded like if it was getting harder to start it sounded like a charging system kind of deal but mm. and what's the bike again it's a that's a V-Star 650 2003 right mike it's in 03 yeah so um Two, two cylinders, right? Was two it, cylinders, carbureted, yeah. Yeah. but it does have a fuel pump, um, and the fuel pump is electric. Uh, so there's a relay for that thing. There, there's, there's the like fuel some, pump's the fuel, good now. The fuel pump wasn't working, and now it seems to. Um, Yuri came by, and he said it was the jets, so the jets were kind of gummy, so he cleaned the jets out, and mm. but it still was. It still yeah. doesn't seem like it's getting enough fuel. Hmm. If, you're, if you're cleaning jets, you're, you're pulling the carb and cleaning the tubes they go into as well, so... Yeah. I think I think there's further blockage on that on in the carburetor. Yeah, um, that's we we ruled out air. Yeah. Did you uh, did you diddle it? Yeah, it's I mean, you stole my question. Doug, yeah, did you diddle <laughs> it? I bet I got here at like 
uh, about six o'clock today. It only had about half an hour, forty-five minutes. To, yeah, uh, that's to enough time for a diddle. Even yeah. <laughs> oh, I diddled all kinds of stuff in that bike, and uh, you know, we we got it to start and rev a little bit, but it was really bloppy and it, it it was not good yeah i mean so, even even your greasy finger couldn't help it at, the, at, <laughs> at that point sometimes it takes a toe at that point we were starting to set up so i told her just to leave it here we'll, we'll get on it next sunday so yep yep i think it's going to be a full carb pull and clean and yep. flush everything out because when i took the when i took the the bowls off after you guys took the bowls off and clean out the jets and everything i could still see a lot of debris in the bottom of the bowl so um, yeah there's just there's just all kinds of maybe, stuff in there. I maybe don't know. A, maybe a, a sip cleaning is needed too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it just needs to, a full clean. Something must have gotten in that gas tank or, yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, well, could my, my, the fuel filter be degrading? Um, uh, I mean, you could you could replace it and see if that does anything. Um, I, I mean, I it wouldn't hurt. Well, I'm saying maybe it's degrading than clogging up the carbs. I, I it, you know, I, it could be. I, I was thinking, you know, if you're riding to think, you know, the bikes, if you're. It started having problems after a very long ride on hot days. Like I was thinking, maybe, and the carbs are right above the cylinder heads. That maybe any kind of gum, any kind of gunk that was in there could have loosened up and started yeah. making its way through jets. Or she got some bad gas. We got south. bad gas. Yeah, it's possible. Let's too. ask Electric Terry about that. <laughs> I, I, haven't a, I haven't had a bike with any balls in all, a while. All gas is bad to him. <laughs> Anybody else get anything done today? I went at the garage. Ride. We we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> I rode my bike a little bit. Um, well, let's talk about what people did today down at Laguna Seca. World Superbike is in town. And uh, who all here went? Uh, say went. Uh, I went. You went? Yeah, you, I was you there. Went, you went? Yeah. You went? So, yeah, we I all went down. Yeah. So, did everybody go together or did you meet down there? So, I got a, uh, I got a, Mike called me. Was it last night you called me? And, um, yeah. Mike's like, hey, we're going to get together like 9 or 10, have some breakfast, and then we'll kind of roll down together. And I've come to learn what that means. <laughs> what are you talking about? That means I'm missing the first two races yeah, of the day. That, <laughs> that, mean, that means you'll be leaving in about three hours. Right. So, <laughs> um, smoke breaks. But no, no. So I rolled down. Uh, I stayed out a little bit later than I thought I would last night. Burlesque show, which has been yeah. a good weekend, I'm telling you. <laughs> so uh, no, but I hopped on the bike around, I don't know, maybe 8.30 this morning. And then I uh, took some of the back roads through Salinas to get down there. And, uh, you know, it's beautiful country, beautiful ride. But then, Mike, you guys left later, right? Yeah, we, we, we got up a little bit later. Uh, Duke and Eva went yesterday to the races. But I, I think you wanted to get up. You wanted to get there pretty yeah, early, right? Yeah, well, Miss, uh, missed the 600 race this morning. But yeah, Dion Campbell was on that one. Got Yeah, got there halfway through the, uh, um, the first uh, Moto America super bike race and uh saw the end it was pretty close it was close it was uh set set out there in the grandstands and uh who won that first one uh i think cam bobier won, won it the reigning champion so it was a close race um but fun yeah yeah i mean if, nice. you, if, you, if you've ever been to laguna it's a pretty cool spot it's a cool racetrack there's lots of good vantage points um you know, I started at the corkscrew, which is like turns, what, maybe turns eight, eight, eight to the middle of it. Oh, I he made eight, sure nine. to check in on Seven, Facebook eight. at the corkscrew. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, the first hour I was there, so I roll in kind of early, right where I park. It's right next to the demo rides for Yamaha. So within the first hour, I had a bratwurst, used the bathroom, demo rode an XR, XSR 900, what? and got to catch some racing. So nice. I'm like, this nice. is going to be yeah. a good day. Yeah. Hell nice. yeah. So, but yeah, I was up at the corkscrews. So you have really good vantage points of these crazy downhill, you know, downhill right-hander into a left-hander to another right-hander. Um, and they're not, 
they're not going super fast, but just the way they throw the bikes around is pretty amazing. Were there any crashes today? Fuck yes. There oh, were a yeah. lot of crashes yeah. today. Um, Mike, not, when did you crash? There were two red flags. Uh, well, <laughs> what's on the ride back or the ride there? Yeah. Tell, tell us all about <laughs> it. I think you went down the parking lot, right? <laughs> I did. Oh, no. Yeah, I had to have someone teach me how to ride the fucking bike out of there. So that's, 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 that's four crashes then? The that riding there, crashes. both parking lot incidents. So what, what happened back? at the track? What do you guys remember? Uh, well, I tell you what, we went to the same. Who went last year? It was me, you, and Jim, right? Or uh, me, you, and uh, me and Liza. Yeah. yeah. So we, basically, I, I, next year I think I want to do the whole the whole weekend because um, I, I pretty much did exactly what we did last year, but because we were very limited for time and we got there like Duke was saying, like right when the race, the one, the first race started. So um, it's kind of difficult when you go with a crowd of people because everybody kind of wants to do something else, and then you know, as a unit of people, it's like you know, everybody kind of wants to hang out together, but. There's so many things to do there, you know. Hanging out at the porta parties. They always chilling. <laughs> I was chilling. Was yeah. there was there any stunt bikes down there? No, there was a hand job no. hole in the porta potty though. What the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so who was there? What was was Cowie there? Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki. They were all there. They all had tents. Yeah. So everybody was there. Wow. Last year, uh, I remember going down. There was a there was at least one or two major four that were not there. Yeah, the weather so. was last year. The weather was a little. And what about the the turnout? Turnout. There a lot of. It was maybe it was it's picking big. up again. Yeah. It was big. They said it was bigger big. than last year by like thirty wow. percent. Oh, Is that oh, right? Because yeah. cool. I, I I didn't feel like that. It di- I felt like it was super crowded last year, and then you know when we were there today, I was only there today though, so I don't really have another reference point. Uh. But it didn't seem like it was yesterday. And, and Mary went to the Suzuki tent with my key uh, <laughs> <laughs> to try to get in the AC or whatever, and you know get some free waters and shit. But there uh, was no Suzuki tent. Exactly. By the way. Yeah. yeah, so that was a little surprising <laughs> to me. There was a Suzuki jug, but it was closed to the public. Where did she go uh, then? Riders of Kawasaki <laughs> have a, a tent for Kawasaki riders, and they, they, you know, they supply. Yeah, who drives a fucking Kawasaki besides Liza? They didn't have. Shut anything. your whore mouth. Yeah. The only like we, we were looking around at different tents as far as like um, Yuri. Besides Yuri and Liza, you mean? Yep, whatever. I got a Kawasaki. What the matter? Cat's got a Kawasaki. <laughs> yep. Yuri rolled up on that Ninja 1000. Yeah, and Tom Sykes uh, so, but the racing had was Kawasaki. Cool. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the guys are super yeah. fast. They're super talented. You know, what's crazy is you watch these guys eat it in a corner at 85, go rolling through the gravel, and while they're still sliding, you can see them getting ready to get up and run yeah. to their bike because yeah. it might still run, <laughs> get and get they got to get back in the standing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's pretty wild, but, um, you know, you watch these guys come out of some of the fast turns like... Uh, what is it? Four. Six, four. Okay, four. four. And yeah. then I want to say nine as they come out of the corkscrew too. Yeah. And that's where you see how good these guys are because that's they're pinning it coming out of the turn. The back wheels getting crazy. The front wheels coming off the ground. It's just awesome. I love I, that shit. I and get the a noise question because awesome. I was talking to Duke and this. Duke Duke does uh, um, races also on the East Coast. So I've been like sitting there just asking him a ton of questions while we're while we're in the stands and stuff, and it's kind of hard because he's like so fucking focused on the races. But did uh, you find his find out his favorite color? And I did, I did. <laughs> I wanted to know where he got that birthmark, but um, <laughs> it's a hickey, not a birthmark. Yeah, that's what he tells all the ladies. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, because he was sound. He, he just went to Dallas. Were you in Dallas? Oh, where, where Austin. Austin for MotoGP, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. So he was just yeah. there like uh, a, a little while ago, and I was like, "Well, how does how does it compare to the Superbike races in Laguna?" Yeah, well, the MotoGP, you know, obviously, totally different type of bike, you know, total prototype, and Superbike is production based. So, you know, MotoGP is the top level racing, so the fans, you know, there's going to be a little bit more turnout there. Um, the tr- two tracks are totally different i think i mean i haven't been on either but just from viewing them like 
it. I feel like you have those Laguna. tracks in your memory. Like, like you know them. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> you race them you know? at night in your dreams, don't you? <laughs> they come through sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like Laguna, that's my first time there. So it's uh, the elevation change when you're up by the corkscrew, man, and you look mm. down at this where the start is, and it's like, that looks like it's another town down. It's like so far away, and you're going that that much elevation change up and down. Yep. It's just... Uh, it's pretty much i've been to a lot of tracks and that like is super unique yeah like, know, especially up by the corkscrew and yeah all, we get a good show tracks like that yeah. and turn one not a lot of people talk about that but it's not like any other turn one it's just like you're flying like mm-hmm. it's never it's not like a hairpin or anything like that like when you kind of come over straight, that rise yeah because you have the start and yeah. then you kind of go up that that little uphill grade and it's kind of one of those things where all of a sudden you're, it seems like you're looking into nowhere. Yeah, totally blind. And then you blind, dive, down into, totally that, blind dive down into that left-hand turn. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I've never been on that track, but when you hear everyone talking about it, it just sounds so unique. You know, you gotta, you're using, like, different, you know, your skills differently. You yeah, know, it's, it's, an, it's definitely an old-school track versus, like, Austin and stuff like that, where it's, yeah. a, it's a lot smaller. There's no real long straight, so the, the MotoGP bikes can't really open it up on that track yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why they went away from it. I yeah, can't, the, I, yeah. Texas, it's California. It's very Formula One-like, yeah. you know, with mm-hmm. the hairpins. Yeah, like, exactly. No, huge, all new school, long straights, yeah. you know. Like, big gravel traps and everything. Yeah. Like, I went, I went today to see if Nicky could repeat what he did back in 2004. You know, yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. like the Cinderella story, but he's on an old bike. Um, Honda's and, getting old. Yeah, he's on an old bike, but he, he got that. a podium yesterday. You know, he, he gutted it out good. and found a podium yesterday. And then today I was hoping that he, because I was what at the get, corkscrew. He got fifth, right? Uh, I think he got fifth. Yeah, fifth I was, today. Yeah, I was in the corkscrew yesterday. in 2004 when he won his first victory. And like the crowd was went wild. Hmm. And uh, just hoping to see that again today. But unfortunately, yeah, he's on the wrong bike. Hmm. Yeah, well... If they make some updates on that next year, he did win a race though in World Superbike in yep. uh, Malaysia, right? Um, was it? I forget where that was. None yeah, it was in. The, it was in uh, like kind of mixed conditions. Yeah, like the, uh, kind of raining, kind of not. But uh, that just show, goes to show like the skills he's got. Like he can adapt to stuff. Do yeah. you think there's he's anything a, I could teach him on pumpkin? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how not to paint. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how not to you color teach scheme. teach him what not to do. <laughs> I Just still have curious. a dare from someone I can't remember is to get Hayden on the podcast. It's going to happen someday. Cool. What so. about the, uh, didn't they do something different with the corkscrew? Like um, they, f- they filled it in or some shit like that? I think they, I heard from other riders, just not from interviews, not, not from, you know, that they kind of took the slope down a little bit or like the knuckle like the brow of the hill what i heard was that they extended the tarmac a little bit because like you know the rossi line yeah yeah they did that they did that as well yeah the uh stoner rossi the story yeah (laughs) hey john was amazing john do you know what what bikes won today what were the top because the top three finishers were it was it was two cow it was one kawasaki was in the lead and then two ducatis after that yeah that was sykes sykes was holding them off the whole race the ducatis had the pace but sykes ran a brilliant race today you think that crash had anything to do with that which crash before that you're talking about the second to last race right um the world superbike race the one with the yeah uh that there was uh, actually Johnny Ray was leading it, and he had him. He went off track, and 
Yeah. Then he had a mechanical. Yeah. He just stopped right in front of us. Remember that? Are you sure? He, he probably got that bike from this garage. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny be, Ray, I don't know if you saw He's going to be bringing it. that thing back. He's in bringing it back. <laughs> Keep the door closed. Johnny Ray pull, pulled the pulled the, uh, the stoner pass on the corkscrew on Hayden, I he, think. He, he did, and the, but he... He didn't hold it. He, he went, went wide, wide. Yeah, he went wide. He went wide, and Hayden got it back. But I think he got him on the outside the next time around. That yeah, was beautiful. I mean that bike's definitely got better, better yeah. package. Yeah, Ray's it? got a better package. So, so. wait, what? How how was the food down there? Because the food's like one of my favorite things down about the races. Just I had a shit junk food for fifteen dollars a plate. Yeah, like the you had a brat meat on a stick, like Liza yeah, likes. Liza loves a meat on a stick. I had a French hot dog. I never heard of one before. Oh, I saw What's that. The, How was that? How does that work? It's like a French baguette that they core out the center, and then if you want ketchup and mustard, then they squirt it down, and then they insert the hot dog. It's, oh. a, it's like a so bread sock. They lube it up with they lube it up and then jam the wiener in there. Be careful, guys. I want God. my mom to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a shot. Too late. Listen to this. Too late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too late. I was just going to tell my We brothers. didn't give you a disclaimer? Yeah. Anybody else got any last things they want to throw in about Superbike? Yeah, it was cool. loud as fuck, dude. When, yeah. you, when you stand on top of yeah. the bridge, yeah, yeah, and you're going over, like, cause uh, um, uh, Matt and I, like, when we first got in there, cause I had been there before, so I was like, let's just stand here for a minute when they get started, cause it was like right when the race started. He was like, hold up, listen to this. I, I didn't know what to expect to be honest. Yeah. I expected to be loud, but I didn't expect it to be that loud. It's like a sonic fucking boom, and it's wow. like zoom, 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 and it's like fucking lightning. You feel it. You, know, you feel it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. The last thing I'll say to wrap it up is if you have motorcycle racing anywhere near you, go and support it. Because we used to have uh, exactly. a MotoGP here. We lost it. You know, now we're fortunate to have the Superbike. So no matter where you live, if you have motorcycle racing in your area, go to it, watch it, and support it so it doesn't go away. Oh, I got one thing. I want to say something. So you, uh, late last year, I met this guy, Andy DeBrino, before uh, Nock and I and all. We went up to uh, Oregon for our Oregon ride. And I was talking to him because I liked his rims. You know, he had some some tight rims. Deadass. And he remembered me because he's like, oh, yeah, you like my tires. So, and then I came up to him again. He recognized me. And I'm talking to him, and and, uh, and he's like, because he said to us last year, he's like, yeah, I'm racing up in Portland. And I was like, oh, we're going to be in Portland next week. He's like, come to the racetrack. So I'm the kind of guy, like, you just be careful. You say some shit like that because I'll be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm fucking there. And it was fucking raining and everything, but we still showed up. And, um, and I was talking to him for a while today. And uh, it was just really interesting. The guy was super cool because he was like, it, he was doing the thing with everybody where he's like signing autographs and just like acting like he gave a shit, you know, kind of. Um, <laughs> but he was like totally engaging me and asking questions about like the podcast and, and, you know, just stuff that's happening that we do. And we started talking about racing on the road because Duke, he's a track day only bro. Bro. Right? Bro. Bra. It's a bro or bra. Track day only bra. <laughs> Well, very so, cool. Thanks for all your accounts on that. Yeah. Andy DeBrino is number one. All right, cool. So thanks so much for hanging out and telling us uh, your story about the weekend. Uh, thank you. Duke and Eva, thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, you really guys got to go eat dinner. We totally yeah. understand. <laughs> yep. Um, thanks, cool. Thanks. thanks for having me. This place is awesome and uh, really like what you guys are doing. All right, thank you. Awesome to check it out. Yeah. Bring your bike from next time you come. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. And you're staying with Mike, right? Unfortunately. How do you fucking handle that guy? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you find any like hidden like dicks stickered anywhere, sorry, I found man. them all. I found them all. They're not there anymore. That's what so. you think. That's what Trust you think, me. I, I found all the dicks. There's always one more. All right. Uh, so uh, yesterday, we're just going to touch on this real quick. Uh, yesterday, Mike and I and Adrian uh, went down to Hollister, and it was a, actually a really freaking good day. We had a good group, and 
we're able to go fast and That's take chances and yeah, except for Mike. Good for, um, you. Any <laughs> for you. Yeah, actually, Mike. Mike was recording most of the day, so uh, Mike <laughs> probably got both the times I went down. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> so. What were you right? Were you riding the dr uh, the, the dr four hundred? Yeah, I had the I had the dr four hundred. Drz four hundred. Drz, which is like a freaking trail couch. You know, I got on it uh, up in Wren's area to do this dinosaur loop, and and uh, that was the first time I really was able to take a drz four hundred. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what these guys are laughing. Yeah, what, did at, I, what did I miss? There's something going on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, give oh, him another beer. Matt just looked over to see the playgirl. There's a dick right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like the suspension is so plush and the bike is so heavy that it was just like, it, I don't know, it was like just too easy, you know? But that's just me. Doug, I like, I like actually, I'm 190 pounds and, gonna, and winding really, it at 10,000, you know? Doug, you will absolutely really what's his like name? You will hate my new bike. Track. Yeah. There's nothing about it you <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> hey, I like all bikes, but I just prefer some over the others. So, um... Yeah, there was one point where I was following Adrian and Mike was following me and Adrian and I came around the corner and Adrian shot up this side trail off the main trail. Oh, fuck And that. so I stopped to wait for Mike to make sure that he knew we were going up the side trail, but I didn't leave myself <laughs> enough running running room to get enough momentum. Dude, to you're get. the four feet before this <laughs> oh, thing no. just goes on like a and 63 so degree. I'm like, ah, fine. fuck it, I'll just try it anyway. So you know, I get like halfway up this like 25 foot hill that's all totally muddy, or not muddy, but dusty. And stop and start sliding backwards no. and sideways. And so I'm like, I got to let the bike go. So I let go and the bike falls over and I roll halfway down the hill backwards. Oh, you know, like <laughs> hydro packs are amazing back protectors. <laughs> yeah. um, I rolled over on my back and my feet went all the way over my head and touched the ground. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I haven't been this limber since high school. Dirt bike aerobics. So Mike got that and uh, watch it if you want. When are you going to put that video up? Uh, I just uploaded all the stuff when I got home from Laguna Seca. So all right. Probably in like a day or two. Yeah, we'll just put a short video up, you know. Okay. Um, so How about it crashes and spills? Crashes and spills, sure. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, you fell a couple times. Uh, no, I didn't. How <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was in the back. There's no way know? to tell that <laughs> I was <laughs> the cameraman, <laughs> all right? You know? What are you talking about? What are you talking <laughs> so about, you? huh? <laughs> so this goes to, to, to what I was saying last week, you know what I mean? Where like last last week was amazing. It was like, you know. Everybody was worse than me, and like, I was like fast, and people were even saying like, "Wow, you're really fast!" And like, you know, then when I go with you two, I, I kind of, I was excited when you said, "I oh, will go dirt biking." And I was like, "Yeah, totally." And then I like, thought about it for a second, and I was like, "I don't want to go with you guys. I just because it's not gonna be fun. It's like fucking work." And I swear to God, like it was like work the entire time. And you guys, you know how like when you well, have those moments. How is it different? You shouldn't ride any different. And if you are, you're trying to keep up, and that's the dangerous part. Well, because the thing is, because I can keep up, but I probably shouldn't be. You know, that's the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to stop hanging out with Ducati uh, Dave, man. He's a bad yeah. influence. You're going yeah. yeah. to get a lot better riding with people faster than you than you will riding with people that are not what, as fast what's as you. Du what's Dave's new name? Dukaki. Dukaki. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all listened last week, you heard my uh, mouth's oh, account man. of uh, the Camelback Bukaki, and I know your mom <laughs> will do this, so I hope she doesn't have to ask you what Sorry, Bukaki yeah. is. Mom, mom do not use Google. Good Lord. So, and that was not just a dirty no. joke. That also meant too cocky. So it's too cocky, too cocky. You know, yeah, no, too, no, no. Too, it's, 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 it's got a, layers it's like an onion. Yeah, yeah. there's like four inside in jokes in that name. nickname. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's a play on words, you know. But now that we've told everyone, is that an outside joke now? No, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the steps are still veiled. Do cocky. <laughs> so was it? Uh, was it empty out there? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was there. maybe like ten other cars in the day use area throughout awesome. the day. It was great. We saw maybe eight bikes on the trail, and it wasn't too hot. Cool. Well, it was hot, but like as long as you were moving, you yeah. got cool air on you. Um, so it was you. You only really got hot when you stopped and started taking your helmet off. Yeah, that's for sure. I, you know what's funny? I we did the big hill climb too. Like there was a couple of things that you guys did that I normally would definitely not be doing just because they're not. Like you guys have a, I don't know what it is. I guess you guys have a lot more fun doing certain things, whereas I don't. Like well, you do after you get over the couple few times and you fail at it, and then you start doing it, and you're like, hell yeah, I want to tackle, I want to master this thing. But like when we were up in the high trails last week, it was remember Charlie when yeah. we were riding around with uh, Scott, and it Those was like it was high just trails are pretty smooth. That's what I'm saying. Like they're kind of big, and like you could see the well, turns coming up, and you have room to like slide around them, and then there's like these jump. Like you could see a lot of things coming, and. I just felt like it was a little bit more leisurely when we were Did riding you guys last week. Do those again? No. Well, I think <laughs> a little bit. But we're doing these like really fucking tight, tight we're single trails. Track. Like, single uh, track off the main track. Yeah, they're like fucking 12, 12 inches and wide. So you're doing fine until that, that one little like oh my steep God, slope. Dude, that was not even, that was bullshit. And I said, <laughs> sit back. You and know go slow, Listen, and you went I, fast and stood on the on the gas tank. No, I didn't. Yes, you How did. How did you see me? I was so far up the I fucking saw, hill. I was thirty feet away from you, dude. You were you were thirty feet away from me, but like two hundred feet down. That's how oh, fucking cr- crazy this hill was. All right. So, so these guys are going off a trail, right? And 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 I'm all on, and and I'm I, I I'm just following them. And next thing you know, I'm in this position where I don't want to be in. Then I can't back the bike up because I'm on the side of a fucking mountain with like a twelve inch track, and there's nowhere to go. And I felt like, um, you ever step <laughs> that thing with Karate Kid when when he climbs up the tree to get the fucking uh, bonsai? You know what I mean? He climbs up the cliff down in yeah. the... Yeah. I felt like I was on that fucking mountain. That's exactly what it was like on a dirt bike. And then you guys are at the bottom. like, And, I'm, and I was like, you guys fucking bullshit me because you didn't ride down this to get down there. Because it took me a while to get here and you guys took the long way around. I know it. You're just joking on me. You want me to go down straight the fuck down here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? And I'm turning around, and I'm like, and because we do this shit a lot when we're dirt biking, like they'll look at me like, like, like in the direction we're gonna go, and I'll either do a nod, like, oh fuck no, I'll see you later, <laughs> or like, okay, like I- I'll show you guys some balls, you know. And they're so far down, I could just see their their heads like bobbing, like, oh yeah, totally, you could do it. And I'm like, you know, like we do to Charlie and shit. What do you want us to say? Like, uh, yeah, you're kind of screwed. You should Sorry. be a little bit more compassionate. You know what I'm saying, dude? That happened to me. I was dirt with Doug and we get to the top of a hill he goes down it and he looks back at me and I'm already shaking my head and he gets off the bike and I'm like oh that's how you know it's bad and he's like around (laughs) this corner you're gonna have to cross this ravine Mm -hmm. while you're going downhill and locking your brakes trying to stop (laughs) dude there was was nowhere I could go because it was like that bonsai fucking tree on the mountain and like this little rut to get over the top of it. And once you get past that point, it's it straight. It just goes straight down. It's straight, on like straight two down. Angles. Like you can let off the brakes and just coast up. Because no. ex- immediately no. after that, no. there's another high embankment. You have to go up. And you, no, no, you no, just no. You're coast talking up. about it like it's 12 feet down. Like but I'm jumping it, off a No matter what, this going is down a is a lot I will, easier. Dude, guaranteed, Mike, in like two months, we're going to be talking about this story. And you're going to be like, what the fuck was I dude, thinking? Dude, he thought I was Cody Webb in Erzberg. Oh, Let geez. me tell you right Erzberg! This man thought we were in the fucking but Kat, and shit, you know? That instance, you did it, and it was like, wasn't that bad, right? I did, but I switched out the two-stroke. Yeah, the, I got off the two, I got off the, the TTR, and you know, and gave you the TTR, but yeah. it still, it was but like it really wasn't. I I'm not exactly sure why you actually switched out with me because I went down that last time and you bobbed your head, yes. But that was it was different terrain last time, and it was different terrain. It wasn't and it was so a different bike. it wasn't so rutted out. It was re- the rut was about a. F- 
Probably a it was like up to the pegs. It was about up to the pegs. Yeah, so if you get in the rut, you you're pulling your bike downhill. Yo, yeah. were you guys laughing when I fell? We always yeah. laugh at you when you fall. But because I saw you, I could I could hear no. some shit. No. It was so hot, and and I was sweating, and it, there was like this ringing in my fucking <laughs> ear, and I could swear I could hear you guys fucking laughing no, like a hundred miles down the mountain. No. Don't you always laugh? When <laughs> they would crashes? never do that. All right, let's wrap this up. How did uh, it look from the bottom? Those it looked hilarious, you. but we weren't laughing, you know. And then I just dumped my bike in poison ivy or uh, poison oak because I was going to come help you, but then you were dragging your bike. <laughs> and I, like, I go get back to get on my bike. And I'm like, hey, is that poison oak? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. How's uh, that go? Nothing. It went fine. fine. I didn't get it. He didn't get it. I get nothing at all. I got, a beast, I got a bee sting right next to my. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right next to my testicle. I don't know how it's fucking dead. I was like, he peels off four layers and starts itching his inner thigh. I'm like, how in the hell did it even get in there? Know. Probably through your pant leg. I, no, but it's I sealed had, like, at the waist and sealed at the at the boots. You want to see it? I'll show yeah. it to you right now. It's fucking. So I've been yeah, scratching let's see this it. fucking thing. Let's well, see that, it. I'll show you right now. Oh, that that oh that bee had oh its God, eye on it. the prize. Oh, just when I thought we were wrapping this, this is fucking this is just like, like Howard Stern now. We're right gonna, now. We got to strip her. Liza, I hope Liza's proud. Why does it say juicy on your underwear? Yeah, pants are off. <laughs> a nice <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret there. Dang. Oh, there it is. Hello. Hey, not a lie. Right yeah. There. That's correct. You see it? His thigh looks even bigger than it normally does. I'm glad this is a podcast. So yeah, it was oh, a, it was a good day. Good thing it's not a video <laughs> podcast. It was a it was a good day at Hollister. Um, no complaints. Lots of fun. My ass is sore, uh, and in a good way or? from dirt biking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Charlie. I killed a bee at 100 miles an hour. Bam! With Amazing. What part of your body? Why don't you um, tell us my, about the, my helmet and my jacket? This wonderful thing you did on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or whatever it was. I left Thursday night to go to Thunder Hill to ride on the track. Nice. Um, when did they chase you out? Uh, five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so you took your FZ6, right? I, FZ6R. FZ6R. It's it's the the FZ6 is like twenty less horsepower and it weighs a little more. You're not really good gotcha. at stories, are you? Yeah. <laughs> and we so went out there Thursday night. We got there about seven in the morning. Um and they started with a you had to sign in and you had to go through bike inspection. I was actually expecting more from the bike ex- inspection than uh-huh. what they really did, but it was like five minutes, they fucking slapped some tape on the wheelways and you said you're good to go and I'm like, All right. Um went through a riders meeting. They announced that they had Jason there, Pirelli sponsors, a bunch of people. We Pirelli was really nice. They had a really nice. They had fucking awesome tire gauges. Like, hmm. cool. How they, was the riding? Really good. The fucking. I was surprised by how low they wanted the tire pressures for the track riding. It was like a solid like four pounds less than normal. What's normal cold? Cold on my bike is thirty three, thirty six. And they wanted 28 in the front and 30 in the rear. Yeah, wow. oh shit! All right. Yeah, wow. it's it was pretty low. Um, How did it feel? Could you tell the difference? Like, cause you ride your bike every day. I mean, I normally ride like two pounds under, um, but the big thing that surprised me on the track. I mean, a the track is way more smooth, so it's fucking right. It was, it was almost like ballet. It was just <laughs> it was just sweeping turns, sweeping turns, and fucking. What? <laughs> I, I haven't heard Charlie say fuck this much <laughs> since I've known him. Yeah. Mike, you guys, you can't play with Mike anymore. Yeah. 
I was the one thing that drew me back a little bit was how close you could ride the edge of the road because I wasn't used to that. Mm. Because they they took you out on a guided lap um, in groups of three behind an instructor, and you each got two laps behind him, and you kind of waved your hand and you switched, so they showed you the proper lines. You got to learn the course, then that was twenty minutes. So you found the tread on the side of your tire. (laughs) I've I've always found the tread. Finally, kind of. Well, I mean, I can't really ride. All of my tread because I run into clearance issues. Okay. So oh, okay. Because I scrape the exhaust on one side and then. Oh, uh, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty. There's like a, a was flat that, that spot s- on the bottom of the <laughs> <Yeah>. exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to keep the, wearing that down. Yeah. Finally, yeah. you'll. Is that the stock exhaust? No, it's it's aftermarket. And uh, it, I think it's actually. What's well, a full in, pipe, too? It's not just a slip on, right? It's full aftermarket yeah. for pipes. It's and so shorty, exhaust. right? Yeah. 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 I need different rear sets for the left side as well. Um, I got a question. Were you trying to keep up with the instructor, like when he was showing you the lines? Were you getting like no? They like, actually they, they hold a they hold a pretty steady. They were line. going a very mellow pace around the track, like 60, 70 um, or something, something like that. I mean, they were co- you cover your speedo, so you don't know how fast you're going. I didn't cover mine. <laughs> no, really, they didn't make you cover your speedo. <laughs> you Not in uh, C group, uh, it, but if you were like in the classroom saying, "I'm looking at my speedo and I'm looking at the speedo," they say, "Here's some tape." Yeah. Um, so most people don't really have the issue because they're just focused on what they're doing. But, you know, I mean, I look down a couple of times, um, straightaways, things like that. But when you were going really fast, right, that's when you look, you're like, how fast <laughs> am I hitting? When you're not corner? gearing up for a turn. <laughs> yeah. I got the one thing I got like 120. That's what I got. That's pretty nice. good. Yeah, okay. that's fast. I mean, the bike tops out at like 140. Um, and this straightaway isn't quite long enough for that. bike. Is that right at the grandstand? There's two big straightaways. Or three. Yeah, there's two big straightaways. One of them has a hill that you gain a lot of momentum off of. Um, there's only like two blind turns, and that's just because you're cresting a hill, and you go down the hill or whatever, and you have to figure out where you point your bike before you crest a hill because if you don't point your bike correctly... You're going like to the left or something. Well, it's like you... you is take that, a left-hand turn. After the beginning, is it like? Yeah. Is there's like a left turn and it goes there's up the hill. There's turn five and there's yeah. like turn ten or something like that. So you, what surprised me also was the. I looked the track on the map and I was like, this looks kind of boring, but hey, whatever. And I got there and there's a lot of elevation changes that really surprised me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's turns where you're doing like a left-hand turn and then you crest a hill and then at the bottom of the crest or whatever it turns into a right hand turn mm. yeah. so you have to point your bike correctly otherwise you're going to the dirt either to the left or the right and mm. you used i used landmarks in the distance to point myself so i'd be coming through this turn from this from point a to point b and i knew if i saw this water tower in the distance and lined up i'd be hitting the turn right to get this straight away to gain a lot of speed um so it was tons of fun it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Mel- my tires you, got melty. Were you faster or slower than you expected yourself to be? Because um, you ride fast, but I mean, like, when what, you get on the track where you're like, oh, I didn't wow, like, realize that I was riding faster than normal. And then I got back onto the street and I realized how much faster I was able yeah. to take a lot of I was going to ask you, how's your street game so, now? There's a lot of different types of turns on that track. And I was on the street. And I was like, oh, this is just like turn one. Oh, this is just like turn five. And. I was going through these turns much more confident. I was much more confident on my body skill, uh, body positioning. 
Because that, that's probably the big thing you bring away is confidence, right? The bike's capable, you're capable. It's just yeah. the six inches between your ears that you got to get dialed in, <laughs> right? Now, are you, are you daydreaming about each turn, about like you're analyzing them now and thinking about going back? I'd do it again. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to do it on the bike I have now. I mean, I, I it's just it costs money. Yeah. What about pumpkin? Yeah. Would you do it on pumpkin? I'd do it on pumpkin. Pumpkin doesn't have clearance issues. No, she I've already done it on pumpkin. Yeah, so well, did I. <laughs> 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 Me too. For what I want to use my bike for, it's too heavy, it's underpowered, and it has zero um, suspension adjustments. So when are you getting a supermoto? Oh, I see. I uh, we'll see. I well, I, I don't know if I want to get a, a supermoto or if I want to get a better street bike. An R six. Yes. yes. Like an R six. Answer R6 is or? yes. yes. You want well, I want both. Um, mm -hmm. I That's have the both, answer, and yeah. it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I can see. take the R6 when I want a sport bike, or I can take the Supermoto I when mean, I want to ride anything else, because for the love of God, it's a Supermoto. Come the, on. The suspension thing you're talking about, it's, it's fucking huge. I mean, there's like two things um, that I think are overlooked. With my stuff, suspension, suspension is really soft for what I'm doing with it, and the only adjustability is preload on the rear shock. How did that affect you on turns? Like, how did you feel that? Like, when you're actually pushing into it? And um... So I oh hey charger. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, we have a charger, the um, motorcycle charger, riding yeah. dog with us today. Yes, and is knocking over the battery mind. operated dog. And charger brought. Uh, I Terry. felt my suspension <laughs> doing weird things because I'd be in a turn and I kind of feel it kind of going up and down, up and down, like. Yeah, and I kind of felt my forks flex a little bit in some of the turns, but that's what. Now, do you think that undulation was your suspension or was it your frame? Because I know I've I've had it where I've been going like a solid ninety through a sweeper and had the frame actually jiggle like undulate. As, well, yeah. I mean it's a stainless steel. I mean it's a steel tube frame, so I don't think it had too much flex in there. Yeah, it feels like, completely different than a than a shock bounce. Yeah, well, because the suspension on my VTX is completely horrible, and that one time we went over uh, the seventeen, and I, I was like, you know, I can keep up with you guys on a normal bike, but as soon as I got on that bike, that thing is. The front is so cushy, and the rear is like very, it's like a fucking Cadillac. What? But like when you start doing sweepers and shit like that, and you're like in the turn, like as soon as any of your weight shifts on the bike, the fucking tire kind of like all that weight comes off, and it kind of just does one of these weird fucking things. And it's, you know, it's like the front to back. When I would, I would crest like hills and shit and stuff like that, and I'd, I'd crest, and the weight would come back down, and it'd kind of bounce a little bit rather than just going down and hugging the road. Mm. Um, that, as well as then going in an off-camber turn and while it's kind of bouncing a little bit is a little terrifying. So for, for anybody that hasn't done a track day yet, this is your first one, what, was, what would be your f biggest piece of advice? I mean, really? Like, was there something that you completely thought was going to be something and it was totally different? Like, what would you tell someone who's just about to do a track day? I was expecting it to be more feeling like I'm going balls out, but it wasn't. It felt just... It felt a lot safer. It felt a lot more controlled. It felt mm -hmm. smoother. And I, I know a lot of people are saying, I don't want to do a track day because I'm going to crash my bike. But the odds of you crashing your bike on your tra on a track day, if you make sure your tires are warmed up and if you do some practice laps to really learn everything and if you kind of just gradually go through it because you don't have to go fast through the, whole, the very beginning because <clears> you have the whole day to kind of work your way mm -hmm. up. And if you take your time with it, you realistically aren't going to crash your bike unless you're Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it was a combination of four things. It's yeah, it was a combination of four things. things with him. People are worried about crashing their bikes, but they ride hard on the street, which 
It's just crazy. You're a lot. Yeah. You're a lot more likely to dump your bike on the street. Yeah. Yep. Did you you ride Friday and Saturday? Just Friday. Oh, okay. Did you want to ride Saturday after riding Friday? I would have rode Saturday if they offered it. And then you broke down. Yeah. On the way back. I was trailering. You were trailering, right? I was trailering the bike home, and I got... About, I actually kind of broke down three times. <laughs> <laughs> and how many of them were once, mechan- once, once so me- well, mechanically, twice emotionally. So, a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of crying. Um, first time I broke down, I was like, fuck. And it was like, stop and go traffic. So I was like at a crawl and I had to like creep the car over to the side of the road. And I stopped and I checked like stuff or whatever. And stuff and things. Awesome. Wiper fluid. I put a little coolant in the reserve because the reserve didn't have coolant in it, but the actual uh, radiator did have coolant. Um, and then it started up. Okay, cool. Maybe it's overheated. And then I went like 20... I went to the gas station, got gas, got some more coolant, drove like 20 miles, broke down again. Oh, great. And was it, it was... What was it doing? Blowing steam or something? No, it didn't. It just, it just like died, basically. Mm. It was probably your thermostat. It might be the thermostat. Then, like, 20 minutes later, it started up again. I rode, like, 10 miles. Sounds like your truck was jealous that you were riding your motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> then I fucking... I thought this was a motorcycle podcast. Then I broke down again um, and called AAA and called someone to pick up the trailer and then rode the bike home. You know? Nice. See, he comes back to the, the motorcycle. Well played. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to... We had to meet the guy... It was a rental trailer, so I had to return the trailer, and then I had to meet a guy, the tow truck driver, back at home. So I had to ride the... It was just this weird thing. Well, it sounds like you had an amazing time. I got home at, like, 9, nine at night instead of 5. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. It's still good to get a good night's sleep and go back to work the next day. Sounds like Liza's yeah. trip to Hollister last weekend. And then I got on my bike uh, today, and I realized how much easier a lot of these turns are. Uh-huh. Uh, I was riding behind him on Westcliff, and he was, you were leaning... A lot more than you had been, and it looked like a more controlled, confident lean. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I realize now I'm a lot more smoother with going from turn to turn rather than slowing down. It's more of a consistent speed. Mm-hmm. I actually stayed in the same gear the whole track. I nice. could I could have gone faster if I switched a bunch of gears, but I just kept the consistent. Yeah, um, first gear or on, well, on the track, huh? Third gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, cool. That's, that's where the most torque is, so. Uh, <laughs> Nick and Jim. Oh, hey. There's, a new, there's a new addition to your family out hey, there. Girl. There is, yeah. I've Why got, don't we cover that quickly? I've got issues. Um, yeah, real quick. Welcome to the, Welcome club, to the club, dude. Yeah. And there, was, there was a young man here today who was talking about... Um, Oh, what I want to get for my bike? What's my bike? And I'm like, dude, you don't understand. It's not a bike. It's the bikes that are coming because yes. there's not one bike to rule them all, right? It's there's 30 bikes. One bike to find them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, long story short, uh, you know, I've got my my FC6 that I like. You know, like Charlie's, but less horsepower and heavier. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yours has more horsepower. <laughs> um, but um, so I've got that, and it's a great street bike for me. I can go distances. It it goes through the the hills and everything. But the next thing I want to start doing is more uh, off road kind of stuff. So like the sheet iron next spring, those kind of events. Um, yeah. You know, or just throw the bikes in the back of the truck, drive up to the Sierras, or go out to the Mojave, go out in the so middle of plus nowhere. Plus, it's a little more your size than the TTR. <laughs> a little more size. Just a tad. <laughs> yeah, the kids have outgrown the TTR <laughs> so too. So what's the bike? So anyway, it's a, a 1999. 
DR350. With the awesome paint job. Dual sport. I love that 90s cheesy. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I love uh, the Rocky. Yeah, the, the yellow, yellow and blue thing. Yeah. yeah. It's only got 7,000 miles on it. Um, nice. And obviously somebody's taking care of it. Um, yeah, but the graphics are clean. Everything's stock. It looks good. I expect to change that O-ring in the carburetor that always fails on DRs. Yeah, it'll I would just lock. do it now. Just do it before it hydrolocks. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened yeah. to to Michael's DR and yeah. I and like eight like other DRs afternoon. that we know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'll go pick one up. But it, it's funny. It's it, the bike does nothing quickly. You know, it it doesn't leave the. But everything line. slowly. Everything works well. It's funny. I was reading a review on um, uh, Motorcycle News, I think, and they were talking about you know just how individually all the all those components just kind of stink. Like the brakes don't really work. The suspension's really soft. There's no there's no pep to the engine, but then they kind of sum it up by saying, um, "Yet yeah, you can't ride the DR and not come back smiling. The right. motor is turbine smooth and as willing as a spaniel gun dog. The chassis is unbreakable, and that soggy suspension is so forgiving. Rarely in the history of motorcycling has the total of uh, a total of such a collection of low items." produce such a high sky, final score mm-hmm. huh. so anyway it's a bike that um you know i just want to do some trail riding get out to the back country get away from people and uh and it's just a reliable bike that i can do that and the price was right and uh so jumped on it so yeah i'm stoked i'm ready to uh you know head out to the sierras or head out to uh the desert and um yeah do some camp and do some backcountry action and then shoot for the sheet iron next spring rad i'm yeah. gonna join you I promised myself this year I was going to do it. It didn't work out. So next I, year, I might, I might be next there year we got to rally a group and and represent Eminem out in the uh, sheet iron. Now, guess what time it is? Time, time for the Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week. Isaac found this gem. Where? Um, so this is in Richmond slash Point slash Annex, California. I'm just going to go with Richmond, California. This says it's titled Rare 1987 Yamaha FC750S. There's a picture. It's red and white. I don't know if any of you can see That's it. That's a cool paint job, actually. Really it looks pretty. Like, like a really big candy cane. Really pretty. It looks <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, red rims. It says, uh, this is why I like this is because this is, <coughs> unless they were just blatantly lying, this seems like a like rider who's taking it's care Craig's of It's Craigslist. Yeah. But go ahead. Might be. Um, it says, I'm ready to end my motorcycling days, so I'm selling this awesome rare bike. It's an old racing bike with a 20-valve inline-four engine. This bike is super fun, sounds great, thanks to the Vance & Hines racing exhaust. bike is currently not running. The tank is rusty, so I've included a replacement tank. The carbs also need to be rebuilt. I, and this is for 500 bucks, by the way, and he's throwing wow. a replacement tank. Um, I'm sure there's other problems, but, um, uh, yeah, the carbs also need to be rebuilt. I have a title in hand, so if you can pick up this bike and can give it a little love, it'll treat you great. Yeah. bike has 17,000 miles on it, so it should last you a very long time. Call or text is easiest. And I really like this because, um, yeah, it's not running, but it has, like, a replacement piece. And right. from the sound of it, this is, like, a you know a very honest person who's loves this bike what's so the bike what's it. the bike again isaac it's a 1987 yamaha fz750s it's a racing fz750 huh yeah here i'll, I'll pass uh, the phone around do it's you have beautiful. to pay extra for the magic smoke yeah <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah for maybe five four hundred dollars maybe 450 you get this bike you know you're looking probably four or five hundred dollars in tires battery valve checks yep, replacement yep. oil yep and just regular odds and ends mm. 
You get a you know, depending on the registration. You have a thousand dollar investment on maybe a twelve hundred dollar bike. Did it depending say, on the rarity that, of it? I don't think anybody here is an expert on this bike. But yeah, um, did it say how many miles are on it? Seventeen thousand. And that, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it could little. very well never had a valve check so, after yeah. the break in. So I, the, the one question I had that wasn't answered is what's the registration status and is it non opt? Yeah, it doesn't say that. Yeah. It says title status. Clean, but oh, that, does that doesn't mean it's yeah. in or out it of the system. If it's out of the system and it's got two years of back reg, you know, it's going to be another hundred bucks to reg it, and you know, yeah. it can but get it expensive. seems like yeah, a cool so bike, question, and you know, totally, probably super cool bike. It's Although not; it doesn't look completely thrashed. And Although it may be old enough to get out of the back reg, because it, if it's uh, been out of the system for if it's been out of well, no, not just that, but but I think vehicles that are twenty five years or older, I think that there's a clause in the in the motor vehicle code where you can actually appeal to have the back reg fees waived. Damn, I paid too much. That would be nice. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Paid too I much to rent my bike. They usually waive the late fees if there are any fees, but to, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. to get the actual yeah. fees themselves. I'll dig that up and, and bring that back next time. That's people been my might, experience. People with might the, want to know about that. The many bikes that I've I've registered. So good find on that. Hmm. You know, yeah. even for five hundred dollars and it never runs, you get part it out for Somebody at least snag that. It. Get it, Isaac. You need another leader bike. Yeah, no, I need another ST. Third, third's the charm. I uh, uh, my own porn is I found I found another ST eleven hundred, same color as mine, crashed on the other side for thirteen hundred bucks. <laughs> so I want to have one rad ST and one beautiful ST. I, that's that was what I was up. thinking when you said that. I yeah. was like, take the take the good fairings off that, put them on yours, patch it up, and then rat the other one. I emailed him last night. If I can, if if he emails me back, I'm I'm gonna go buy it. All right. <laughs> Don't bring <yes>. it here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Everyone's I want to see it, actually. Very cool. Uh, Kat, let's touch on your XR real quick. You did some stuff. I did. I did a few things. Uh, so I'm not sure if we talked about it on the a few podcasts ago, but we, uh, Charlie and Nock were riding behind me, <laughs> and they uh, saw that my XR was like a water mattress. It was riding like a yacht. The rear shock was completely blown out. It was clapped out. There wow. was no oil in it whatsoever. It all leaked out. So I, in an, a vain attempt to get to the, the Supermoto meetup in San Francisco, pulled the rear wheel off, removed the subframe and did everything to get the uh, shock out of the rear in one day. Got the shock to the <laughs> the guy that was going to rebuild it. He rebuilt it in like nine hours. Yeah. The, uh, the spring on the shock is the wrong size. So he had a, like a super tough time getting it he off. He said it had been pressed over the yeah. bottom of the, the shock where that holds like, the bottom of the spring. Oh, it, it was like pressed yeah. on with a press. Yeah. Oh, and so he had to jam really it out. Bad. Yeah. Um, but he got it back to me and I got my, t <laughs> we mounted my tires knock. Doug and I struggled <laughs> with a manual tire mounter. Um, at Knox House, thank God, and he had that. Um, uh, that front tire was a bitch. Man, next, next time, call me, man. Both the tires. Well, we have a man. He has a manual. Yeah. Tire. You have a. I've got a whole machine. Like it's it's manual, but it's the machine with the turntable and everything. Yeah. That's, that's what he. Well, that, oh, he's yeah. got one too. Yeah. Oh, okay. The stand up yeah. thing with the round disc and the clamps yeah. and everything. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So we got the tires on, and they were puckering, um, which was super weird so on the sides. To back this up, one second. She bought the bike with 17-inch Supermoto wheels Yo, on Yo, hold on. There's a fucking possum right next to me. <laughs> yeah, Again? been there, been there done that. Dude, this thing, it looks Wait, like a rat. Are you fucking me? I, dude, he's right behind you, Bagel. Yeah, it's right bagel. behind Bagel. Yo, hold Charger. That motherfucker's big. 
Dude, that thing's the size of a cat. I saw that like 20 minutes ago. I thought it was Liza's Bagel. friend. That thing's about to eat your no, fucking it, ass, bro. I mean, it is Liza's friend. That thing's going to chew you out. Dude, cool. Homie, let me tell you something. Tastes like chicken. When that thing chews on your nutsack, <laughs> we'll see how cool that motherfucker is. That, Mike, that thing won't get anywhere close right, to dude. a charger they'll, right there. Charger will eat all the fleas outside. The Welcome to California Live. Don't, I hope we're don't so let Charger we're eat the right possum, now, right? please. All right. I will cry and probably throw up. Charger won't eat it. He'll just play with, she'll okay. just play with it. So Cat okay, bought so the bike with these 17-inch supermoto wheels on it. The bike was a screaming deal. It was three grand. But, um, but the wheels, fucking wheels are... Skinny. They're super skinny. So They're like oh, wow. for perspective, oh, uh, Knock and my XR six fifty Rs. They have five inch wheels in the back. Yeah, mine are what four, four and a quarter. And a quarter. Mm-hmm. So wow. and when Cat got the bike, it was oh. a one seventy. Oh my god, this tire! It was on a one seventy, like forty fifty five <laughs> yeah. or something seventeen, it and it was flat. it was like squished in the middle and bulging on the sides. Yeah. Wow. And so yes. the side where you start to get into the turn, it was like a, a wall. And I huh. was so I was leaning the bike over, and the first time I got it to the to the curvature of the side, the bike pitched. It Ooh, didn't. It, it didn't roll. It pitched. It, just, it went all of a sudden. Wrong. Right, started yeah. going over. And wow. I almost ate shit. So and then I was like, I need new tires. Wow. Yeah. So even with a 150, 60 yeah, it's on there, still, it still pulled the middle of it in a little too far, and so you got this like wavy effect on the very, very yeah. far outside of the of the tire tread, which. You, oh, weird. And I hit that. You, you I might, hit that, and it and it was not something I want to ride yeah. on. So I've been trying to figure out ways around it. So I hit it and it definitely get some warp nines, sell them shits. Yeah. I'm gonna sell it to, to someone with like a, a you know, a, a CRF two fifty or something that has it a little bit skinnier. Yeah. 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 But um it's it's a great way to I like read a whole bunch of shit when I got the XR and I'm like, okay, I gotta know all the terms and shit. So um, I, I read up on the terms and backing it in is like one of the things that I was like, oh God, I want to do that so bad. And I accidentally did it because of the freaking undulations in the tire. Yeah. It like started me skipping out and I'm like, oh wait, no, I don't want to do this yet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did all that and I got it back together and I missed the supermoto meetup and I'm not really bummed about it. So, <laughs> but I got my bike back together and it rides awesome and you're gonna do this transformation thing you and quickly you found a dude that does fiberglass so i did so the rear fender for those are insanely asininely expensive and uh so i found if if you're gonna do like a what what exactly you're gonna fiberglass uh i'm gonna take the fender the current fender off and make a mold and then fiberglass the mounting piece and then i'm going to fabricate up along the line of the uh, exhaust so that I don't have to put a shorty exhaust on okay. and the fender will actually come up. It will lose its curvature and it will come straight up into a point okay. um, with alongside the fender. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that project. Yeah. And there's Let's a- say it's starting like October, so you... You're not missing out on yeah prime riding weather. Well, <laughs> even though we don't have like quote unquote seasons in California, it's like everything still, that I'm going to yeah. be raining is going to be a bolt on thing. So I'm going to yeah. take off the fender. I'm going to make a mold. I'm going to put it back on. Yeah. I'm going to make You'd it. You'd be surprised though, so, like how much little shit you got to yeah. do. But I also have a tank in the mail. I scored on a tank on eBay. Nice. And it was like I think like 48 bucks after shipping. Sweet. And uh, I found that you can dye plastics for motorcycles uh, with di- or RIT dye. Oh, wow. And you just huh. it takes 24 hours. Um, but I'm still I've, on the fence about this. Whether... I've seen it 
a lot. I've seen it through RC cars, and I've seen it on supermotos. See, RC cars use uh, not gasoline. No, no, th- no. They well, they AB- use a different uh, plastic. I've for seen it on both. ABS, Here, my suggestion is we wager an individual naked motorcycle ride on who's correct about. <laughs> don't need to wager shit man i'm in yeah but i didn't want to do the spray paint so i was looking at alternatives and yeah. there's some people who use bed liner like truck bed liner mm-hmm. which i thought would look super rad but they still have the same bubbling issues oh you should get a rhino line yeah that's what oh, i was thinking i think rad. i'm gonna rhino line the sides of it so i have grippy um so that Damn. i don't have to put didn't tape. emma throw that out a while back I don't know. Yeah, I did. did. I did. I'm gonna. I I'm gonna did, yeah. dye it and see how it sticks, and then I'm gonna write online it um, for cool. the the texture because I'm gonna write it out and make it look badass. That's. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. Uh, so is Liza. So yeah. <laughs> our other special guest in the house is John Flores. You are doing a cross country trip. Yes, I am. Uh, nice. One that was done nice. by George Wyman back in 1903. Over 1903, so over 110 years ago. Yeah, he was the first guy to cross the country, and there were only 200 miles of paved roads back then. So, what's wow. the route? Is this a cannonball kind of thing? So, um, I guess he he I guess he invented the cross country road trip. He invented the cannonball, basically. Well, um, well, I'm going to stop you there. Before right. we get into the, what you're what you're doing and everything, let's just get a little background of of who you are as a writer and where you came from. So where, where are you from? I am from New Jersey. Okay. Which I, I, I could tell you from the East Coast. I heard yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of us in the house. How, how long have you been writing? I've been writing since like 97 or something like that. So almost 20 years now. Okay. Uh, what was your first bike? Honda Hawk. Ha- what, what, what Hawk? 1988 Honda Hawk GT. Oh, nice. The, six, the, the 650, 650 twin. I, it's, uh, it's in my garage right now. It's on my list right now. Uh, oh, it's actually, a, a blue one. I want a blue uh, one. I got one in my garage. Do you? Yeah. It's, I got the same one in my garage. Okay, yeah. I'll trade you a Jixxer 750. <laughs> but it's in New Jersey, though. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. Good luck getting that plate in California. Uh, so, um, how many bikes have you owned over the last. Oh, that's a good question. I went from years. the Honda Hawk to. Uh, uh, an X650 to a CBR600 F4 to a Aprilia RSV. Nice. 2004. And then I started writing for a magazine, and I don't need to buy a new bike anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I have ridden in the last 10 years, I've ridden 40 different motorcycles. Damn. What was your Uh, favorite? Oh, my favorite? Did I poach your question? Yeah, I you did. That's no, all good. What, what was your favorite, oh, favorite so bike ever Okay, I, I, I have a top five, and three of them are Italian. Um, mm-hmm. The Multistrada uh, is a fantastic, fantastic bike. You guys were talking about the Versus um, le- a couple of episodes yeah, touch, ago. Yeah, touch on that real quick. I mean, I love the Versus, and I saw it. It was the poor man's Multistrada. <laughs> um, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, the, the Multistrada is, is basically a sport bike, though. So that the front end of the Multistrada, you just, you just push those bars into a turn, and it just, it just follows you. The, the, um, the Versus is a little bit slower. You yeah. know, I'd love to steepen up that front end of the Versus to get it to really dive into turns. Um, but that's a fantastic bike. So the Multistrada is in the, t- in the top five. And then it's followed by two Moto Guzzi's, um, the, the Grizo 8V. And the, um, oh, it's either the Norge or the, um, what's the, uh, the Adventure Touring bike? Is that the Norge? No, the no. Sport Touring is the Norge. Yeah, what's the Adventure? Uh, I have no idea. Oh. I only focused on the Sport Touring Okay. Uh, well, 
the Moto Guzzi came out with a revised eight valve uh, V twin motor a couple years ago. They first put it in the Grizo and they've put it in the Norge, which is a fantastic, fantastic bike. Um, not as good as the um, the BMW RT. BMW RT has been is like refined to the nth degree, but the Norge has more character. Mm. You go through a tunnel, you roll off, you just listen to the the and that's it. You're you're sold. Cool. Brad. So, and what are you riding now? I'm riding a Zero DSR. And this is the bike you're doing this ridiculous trip on. Tell <laughs> us about the trip. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I It might sound ridiculous to, like, modern minds, but compared to what Wyman went to in, in 1903. Sure. So, again, he was, there were 200 miles of roads in the entire country. All I can country. think of is, like, Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stop at a gas station and yeah. your wife dies. You know? exactly. Exactly. He was Quit making fun of me. Like, like this, this Wyman guy was totally hardcore because he he wrote his story and near the end of the story he goes, I didn't want to I didn't want to tell you this, but I pretty much crashed every single day. Wow. Um, he rode pretty much from um, from Reno to the middle of Nebraska on the Transcontinental Railroad because that was going to be less punishing than the, than the roads. <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. That's so, how you know it's bad. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a 200cc, I think it made anywhere between 1.25 or 1.5 horsepower. <laughs> so your Briggs and Stratton lawnmower makes more power than what he was riding. Right. So he was riding a, like a loud pony. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. basically, it was basically a, a bicycle that had yep. been converted into a motorcycle. That's what everything was back then. Well, that was, I think it was my, called the California, right? My yeah. My heater in my truck makes more horsepower than that. Yeah. That was <laughs> The fir- that was the first year of Harley Davidson. Um, yeah. Indian had not been introduced yet. That was the same year, like the Wright brothers flew in, in Kitty Hawk. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. stuff happening back then for the yeah. first time. And so this is a trip that you're doing for your magazine. Yeah, which is Roadrunner Mag. I write for Roadrunner Magazine, um, motorcycle touring magazine. Check it out at Barnes and Noble. That's the plug there. You have a website. Um, Roadrunner dot travel. Right on. Check um, it out. Yeah, so the story the story is I, I've been like I said I've been riding for twenty years and I Ow. and I oh. think a bug was just <laughs> sorry right. I'm killing wildlife here right in front of your microphone <laughs> got that got that possum <laughs> oh god I'll take that out Polly the possum yeah if anyone missed it there was what a possum in here yes. it yes. happens like once right. a year sorry Liza sorry John go ahead <laughs> that was a mosquito yeah so the, so the story is I heard about Wyman this spring and I was like well, how come I how come I've never heard of him I've been riding for 20 years and all the other motorcyclists I talked to have not heard about this guy either and I was like that's a crime because this guy was the first guy that crossed the country on a motorcycle and everyone sh- everyone should know him yeah um, so I started doing some research there's a there's a, a non-profit group that's uh, promoting it the Wyman Memorial um, <coughs> Foundation, or just if you Google George A. Wyman, they're going to show up as as the top link. Um, and then I, I approached the magazine and I said, if you're going to do if you're going to do if you're going to do motorcycle travel, you have to own this story. So they said, yeah. And then uh, I was going to propose doing it on something like a Royal Enfield, um, but then they said to me, you know what? Uh, let's try it on electric. And I was like, yeah, that's the right way to do it. Nice, huh? Cool. Well, so that's what brought you here. Zero's right in our backyard. If it wasn't for that, right. we wouldn't be talking to you tonight. So th- this, is this the longest ride you've done uh, in one sitting? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll be the longest one. Uh, logistics? I'm, I'm curious about the logistics. Like I am winging it. You're totally <laughs> winging it. All right. Well, so. here, here's, the, here's the thing. Char- I mean, charging, charging and, f- and finding places to charge is one of the, the, the new variables. Yeah. Um, 
you I could try to map out all 21 days. Yeah. But if I screw up day three, it's not fun that it, way. Yeah, it screws up yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Else. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's 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 make this happen. And again, I I'm inspired by Wyman. If if he could do it uh, when there were no roads, I can figure this out too. Yeah. I want to see where what he was wearing when he did it. I'm looking at pictures right now. <laughs> it's like he, he was wearing like a tweed suit. Yeah, like <laughs> my brother asked me if I was going to wear a tweed suit it's on like this. Dapper trip. Dan. <laughs> 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 like he, it was basically it had pedals. It was a bicycle. So when he got to like the Albany area, he was about 150 miles out of New York City, and the motor finally died on him. Oh wow! So he oh. pedaled the last 150 miles. Damn. Did he go? There were times where there were times where he would he would break one of the handlebars and he replace it with like a twig. Wow. <laughs> <until> <laughs> he the, next, the next bike shop and replace. So Dang. yeah, he's the first hardcore rider. So this cool. Is, it's gonna happen. So you're starting from uh, you're starting from zero here in Scotts Valley, and well, then where's your final? Where are you gonna dip your toe in the ocean on the other side? The, the starting point for Wyman's tour was uh, a place called Lada's Fountain in San Francisco. Uh-huh. So I'm heading there tomorrow, taking a picture, and cool. it, he finishes in New York City. So I will finish. I in can New York hook City. you up with some people when you get there. <laughs> I'm from Jersey, remember? Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so where's, and so where's, where's the end point? Uh, Manhattan. Okay. Nice. So it'll be about 3,000 miles. I'm not going to ride on the railroad because uh, yeah. I'm not that good. <laughs> now. now, have you have you done other long-distance rides to prepare for this? Uh, I mean, I've been riding for 10 years. So, uh-huh. I've, I mean, one time I was doing a story where I rode around Lake Michigan and I, I woke up in Milwaukee and I was like, I just want to go home. Uh, eight, 18 hours later, <laughs> like a drinking story. 870 miles later, I was home. It yeah. sounds like a drinking story. And I, I thought about doing an iron butt, but I'm like, I just want to sleep at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Bagel's been across the country a couple times on scooters. He's been across yeah. many oh, yeah? countries. A yeah, couple countries. Iron yeah. butt by scooter, too. You have any, you have any uh, long distance uh, tips you want to share? Uh, oh, don't get him started. One, number one tip is have a good <laughs> damn seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, great. what have you done to prepare your ass for this? <laughs> yes. Uh, I went across the country on like 10 layers of gorilla tape. It was the worst. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I and, still have this seat. And get some of that uh, chamois butter, butt butter stuff that. that that works miracles. Airhawk, airhawk, airhawk. I'm pretty immune to that stuff. I travel you, all over the place. And right. I, used to be, I used to be a cyclist. I used to do a lot of. We'll check back tours. with you in six well, you months. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you might, might, might want to bring some with you just in case. Yeah. <laughs> You'll end up with a thing like Mike's got on his leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want one of those. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll bring you some KY. I hear that works pretty good too. <laughs> this show sponsored by yeah KY and Airhawk. So many sponsors on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Totally. Still waiting for that check to kind of come in, though. So, <laughs> John, we we ask this of all of our guests, well, most of them. So, and I didn't prep you for this question, but I'll prep right. you after I answer. But we got KY. What is what is your up the butt bike? Charlie, get the handicap handicaps. Now, this is a bike <laughs> where you look at and you say, "Damn, I would take it up the butt for that bike." It has to be a bike. It has to be a bike. <laughs> and, it, and it has to be your butt. <laughs> Any bike. I movie or a bike show or something like, you rode a long time it's, ago. It's, it's my Aprilia RSV 2004. You already took it up the butt for that bike. Yeah. All right. Well. It, it, was, I, it, was, it was the first bike I reviewed. And I would wow. go and, and I would go back to the shop for, for months later. And they said, John, your bike's waiting for you. <laughs> well, if anybody like, has that Aprilia, you know yeah. where to reach us. Totally. Yes. Well, very cool. Thanks for sharing and good luck to you. Well, thank and, you. Uh, thank you. You know. 
Good you luck. Keep us updated. Keep us uh, updated. When you're on the yeah, road. Um, we'll give you the website, and you can hopefully yeah, keep I'll us updated. You, I'll like, give you my all my dot com right. stuff to follow. Yeah, there yep, might cool. be some people listening. You know, from yeah, across the country. My mom's wanna, not going to listen. I'm telling. No, you. but I'm saying like people who listen <laughs> to the podcast might want to check you out when yeah. you're on the road, and so maybe don't check. crash every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good tip. Preferably. What are you gonna call this? Tri- what are you gonna call the trip, though? What do you well, have a name I'm, for? I'm I'm gonna be writing a series of stories for Roadrunner that'll be published next year. So I'm oh. collecting all my notes and taking all the photos, and um, I don't have a name quite yet. Does your bike have a name? Yeah, what's your bike's name? I haven't given it. What, you Loner. Guys, you guys want to give it a name? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You, yeah, so no, that's bad luck. That's well, like right. cracking I don't think you want us to give it a name. Like my my Aprilia is named. What's her name? It's named after Italian por- porn star. Uh, Ch- Chickiolina. Uh, Chickiolina. <laughs> Italian porn star that actually be- was voted into the, the Italian Wait, Senate. You must watch a lot of porn. You, must, <laughs> you must really like that bike. <laughs> and, and, you're worrying, fine. and you're worrying about what we were saying with your mom. Yeah. Well, your mom's not going to listen now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to revoke that privilege. well I'll, I'll, I'll have mom listen and then she'll be like i don't i don't understand i what could give you like a three minute censored version of this podcast yeah, that'd be, <laughs> <You're laughs> yeah. yeah. be like 40 seconds choice the clean version just talk really loud large pizza just interrupt and talk really loud when the inappropriate parts trust me my mom saw the elephant trunk one night we've all seen the elephant trunk i think we have some time for excuse me a few emails cat you have an email I do. Um, it's from Stuart, and he says, New Rider Bike. That's the title. Hello, Misfits. I'd like to start off by complimenting you on your f- wonderful podcast. Cool. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> great stuff. Well, I did it against all the wonderful information you guys provided. I bought my first bike, new-ish. It had 125 miles on it. I got a great deal, 6500 bucks, on a 2016 Indian Scout 60. Fuck yeah. Wow. This being said, bike. yeah. This being said, I have worked on cars and motorcycles since I was a wee fella. So experiencing Is he one from Europe, because <laughs> they say we. It doesn't say. No, it does. We He's say not. we too. Um, so the experience uh, one gains from another from a beater bike would be all but wasted on me. What say you? I am a complete knucklehead. So so far, nothing but smiles. Uh, Please feel free to berate me at all costs. <laughs> love what you guys have going. Maybe I'll swing by for an ear beating in person sometime. Much love from Washington State, Stuart. What I found really exceedingly cute about this email is the correspondence between Liza and Stuart. That she crossed out? Yeah, Liza <laughs> crossed it out. But at the bottom, Stuart got a response from Liza. And he says, oh, my gosh, I didn't expect a reply. Thank you. I love your podcast. Keep did, up the good work. Did Liza, awesome. send, a, did Liza send a dick pic? <laughs> All happened? of these like explanation points, and it's just adorable. And Stuart, I wanna, thank you I so much for writing Stuart. in. Uh, to answer your question, I have no idea what that bike is. I'm what? sorry. Dude, that fucking oh, bike come is on. beautiful. It's a beautiful I wrote it. Oh. I wrote an Indian Scout. I'm sure no, you didn't. Yeah, oh, gorgeous. I, I did a I did a pizza tour. I started in Boston and ended up in Baltimore. And I ate pizza the whole way. Oh, nice. nice. I didn't have I didn't have the sixty, um, but that bike. So, you feel like a so badass. that bike is how big it's as a first first bike. How how big is that bike? Well, it's uh, it's not bad as a first bike. It's very low to the ground. Um, you could I mean you could be oh. five foot and flat Fucking foot. Bike. Stuart, how long are your legs? Yeah, that's what we need to know. Yeah. Basically, we need to know your inseam. But um, 
I think I mean, what he's yeah. referring to is the fact that we, he didn't start off with a shit bike. Uh, he started off with the nicest and newest. I, I it know looks, how to use well, It looks nice. It's a bad. Um, it's a badass looking bike. But if Stuart was twenty, I would say it's stupid. But it sounds like he. Kinda, yeah. You know, isn't. It, I mean, it sounds like idiot, you got something so. that you love, and it <laughs> yeah. sounds like you said you're all smiles, and you yeah. know what? That just as long as you're fucking happy, just, man. Just sounds yeah. like just the right bike. Stuart, Stuart, buy buy leather. I'd buy be happy. Good, buy good leather because that looks good on that bike. <laughs> Rad. Well, thanks for writing in, Stuart. Yeah. Uh, Jim, you have an email? Yeah, we do. Uh, this is from Scott. And uh, hey, Scott, thanks for writing in. Hello again, Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Doug? Like, I watched you do it, uh, but I can't connect it to you. So this is Scott from Long Island, New York. Bam, bam, bam. Just caught up. Just <laughs> well, caught man. up. Uh, he did 75 episodes back to back in oh, two Jesus days. Christ. Wow. Damn. Dude, Sorry. what are you doing time wait, for, homeboy? Hold on. I want to know. Is wait, he, hold on. Is he that's from, literally not, that's not possible. Wait, I don't think that that's physically possible. There's not enough hours in a day to do I don't do think that. that's how time works. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I know. think Scott's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> that's he 100 hours. Podcast. Wait, Northern Long Island is Southern Long Island. That's what I want to know. He just, so he's from the Long Island where he just got a new job, but he can't enjoy the uh, witty banter that the misfits provide while at work any longer but he uh so now my free time i listen laugh chuckle and sometimes feel insulted so he sounds like a cool dude yeah. anyway all in good fun as always i just listened to the latest podcast and wanted to make a comment on the uh, xg 750 so that's the uh harley xg 750 street thing um that xg will not be available for the general public as it was made specifically for the x games flat track competition oh. mm -hmm. in 2014 harley introduced the xg 500 and 750 for the urban rider this, this, uh, so this, the street 500 and the street 750 i think right yeah yeah it does not sell well here <laughs> on the island the, i guess that's no, long island no they don't sell it well yeah right. <laughs> they don't want to um, sell that so anyway, it doesn't sell well out where he's at because of the roads. Uh, might be better in Europe. It seems to sell better in Europe. Um, anyway, yes, Harley owners. Okay, so they also are targeting a specific market, younger kids, beginners. Yes, Harley owners look down at the street. The techs hate to work on them. And we snicker at the 230-pound dude who buys a street and then calls later to complain that it does not sound or go fast. This winter, I put in cams, titanium springs, 1,200 valves, bored out my cylinders to 1,200, new Dang. pistons, SS 10.3 wow. to 1 compression, had the heads massaged for better. That goes on in Long Island, huh, Mike? Getting your heads massaged? There's a lot of massaging. A lot there. of head massaging. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Jersey, though. So now his Sportster's a 1,250. Got a bunch of front shock dive, but I'm putting in progressive monotube cartridge springs and a heavier weight oil to keep the dive and wheel on the ground. Yo, why can't we get people like this in the garage who actually know what the fuck they're doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got them. They just not on we, we, they, they tend to leave. They don't stick around. <laughs> you scare them away. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Note to edit at hour 24. So yeah. Scott, hour 24. Uh, Scott finishes <laughs> off by saying, keep up the good work. Love the games. Can't wait to see the Norman Rockwell show. I think he's in Norman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Norman Rockwell all hooligan riding. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, hasn't watched it yet. Watch it. It's pretty cool. Waiting for the next night. Awesome. Love the show. So cool. Thanks, Scott. We appreciate the writing in. And uh, thanks for the uh, education. We appreciate it. Sweet. Hell thanks yeah. for writing in. Uh, next. Who's got an email? Oh, there's one more. I got, I got one. It's, it's short, and it's about beginner bikes, too. He says, hey, Misfits. This is from uh, Richard. He says, hey, Misfits. Just listen to episode 150 for a bike that can do everything well. Would the Versus or the KLR be the best bets? Part two: Are there models of the of those with smaller engines that would be okay for a beginner? Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Sent from his iPhone. Oh, it's a can of worms. John, you're on. <laughs> beginner, 
Go for if it. you want to do a, if you want to do a little bit of dirt, KLR. Yeah, the, and the KLR that. does come in a 250. It's not not as popular. Um, I think the Versus server my my experience that the Versus is more capable overall, but the engine might be a little bit much for a beginner to well, handle. But at the yeah. same time, for a beginner, you know, you're buying technology you're not going to get remotely close to ever using. You know, those bikes yeah. as as a, as a new rider, you're never going to ride those bikes um, close to what they're capable of being I, ridden. I did have a friend who who their first bike was a KLR six fifty, mm-hmm. and they did learn how to ride it well, and they dropped it a lot. Yeah, I so, rode that bike, so, and, and honestly, it's not. It's a little bit, it's a little gutless for after riding like my sport bike and my SV and whatnot. We well, knew you said ride it well and dropped it a lot in one sentence, right? Yeah, like it, <laughs> well, it didn't, it didn't really want to go above like eighty, you know. Yeah. But like expect that, expect that it, you know, you could you could start on it, just expect to drop it. And, but it's and a KLR, it, 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 it won't it, die. You, you learn on it, you love it, and then a year later you buy another bike. But that the one, add to the garage. The one Simple. thing I will yeah. say, if you start out with a dual sport, the one thing it prohibits you from is distance rides and fun freeway riding. Yeah. Right, like if you're with a group of people, not that it happens often, but if you start creeping up 70, 80, 90 plus. Yes. You're not going to have any fun at all. It's going to limit your experience. Yeah, yeah. So I would think about something a little more street-oriented. But, if, I, but I, if you're just starting out, you may not be doing that anyway. So. That's, well, that's true. That, and if you start out on a tall bike, uh, like learning how to cheek it and things that you wouldn't learn on a shorter bike, uh, you won't have any problems riding anything pretty much because yep. you can – learn that strategy when you're st- when it's still okay to dump a bike in front of your friends <laughs> yeah and, and, and the, the klr the klr wow. gee come on wow. i i hit that the button be that's the, four months prospect that better be jesus calling the, you the klr also is it's it's never known for its reliability so if you do dump it you're probably not going to break anything terribly important but uh, from riding i rode one for some distance and going like 80 on the freeway it started to get a front end wobble mm. at, but it had, you know, I had saddlebags on it, but it was starting to get a little bit hairy. But those KLRs are overlooked. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they are. They're, yeah, they're overlooked. They're, they're a good bike. They're great bikes. Very capable. Buy a used one. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for writing in. Um, I believe there are other podcasts where we've compared those two bikes about six times uh, yep. on six <laughs> different podcasts. So check them out. Um, I don't remember what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm getting pressured to do one more email that we just got from. <laughs> Our friend Chris, dude, is that all one email? Nitrous yeah, Chris. I'm Nitrous Chris, and I'm I'm scrolling here, and uh, I don't know who I want to read it. I don't want to who I, I can read it. The baddest motherfucker. You can't read the whole thing though. You can't read the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, f-, f it. Um, I always get on Liza about the podcast Jesus. being too long, but you know what? Yeah, we're at, we're at an hour twenty, but whatever. It's my show now. That's right. Little 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 side note on <laughs> Chris. He's also an artist. So. Dude, he's a fucking no. badass welder. Artiste. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I so, have talked to that dude a lot about my welding, and he has single handedly prevented me from suffocating when I'm welding because <laughs> I forgot to breathe. I was so focused. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good artist. So, so Isaac's going to take it away. Hey, crew. I've been wanting to email for a few weeks now and just got busy with racing and maintenance his voice. stuff. Shut doing up. His voice. I don't know what his voice sounds like, so unless it's Irish, Scottish, or Russian, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but today is the 4th of July, and for. No, it's not. And for the last two days, I've been in the shop putting my motor back together for a race next Friday the 8th. I'm taking a break to email while listening to the last two podcasts. A couple things I just wanted to speak on. One, why are you busting cat's balls about wanting to do something different with her sumo? Yes. <laughs> That's Law. what those yes. are. Yes. Her and Doug's reactions were pretty funny. Pretty sure Doug told Liza to fuck herself. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I'd like to hear you all... G- get behind her for wanting to break the mold and do up her ride the way she wants and not care how others view it or how they would do it. 
in the racing community where I mostly roam. If I had a nickel for every time someone came to my pit or shop and told me how I should do things, mm-hmm. what I would, what I should, or where I'm wasting money, I'd own my own island and be <laughs> retired. <laughs> I also wouldn't have the bike people are chasing or trying to duplicate. Let her run with her vision, and you may be surprised where you find the next great thing. Side note, I know it's all out of love, but sometimes to do great things, you just got to grin at the critics and embrace the quiet high fives. Get it, cat? Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Second, in the newest show, Doug makes a point to say that you all may only be judging the Harley types, quote unquote, you see locally, and it may not represent the rest of the country. Well, being from a city 20 minutes west of Milwaukee, I can say that you are all spot on with what you see there. It's not much different here, if not worse. Every commercial on the radio on weekends is a big promotion for a dealer bike night or ride me where your key gets you drink discounts. Here it's called a lifestyle, and it's bad enough that I've lost friends over time to the two-mile lifestyle. That's the max difference. (laughs) You guys know what that means. Uh, That's the max distance between bars here and around Milwaukee. (laughs) Oh, boy, I hadn't heard that one. I, like like most, don't have beef with the Harley bikes, and the museum is freaking awesome, but the lifestyle, quote-unquote, riders slash owners make me want to suck my own tailpipe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that does that mean are it's a that, good thing or a are bad you that thing? Flexible? That's really hard. Wow, um, that's heavy. It's kind of hot. They can't be talked to. It is unfortunate that we can't tell the difference between the real riders that love all things two wheels and the ones that say their displacement is one down, five up. <laughs> <laughs> He did listen to the podcast. Getting away from a bagger rider here is not likely, and that is borderline sad. So many of them are missing out on great riding friends and opportunities because it's more important to look cool over looking happy. Great shows, as always. Don't stop waving, and there's some good ones out there. Nitrous Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Good insight. Thank you very much for writing in. Uh, I'll tell you, Nitrous Chris, he had a good point. I mean, it's not all Harley riders are bad. It's just that 99% of them give the 1% a bad name. Yeah. I work Ouch. right next to 17, so I saw like 10 bike groups go past today, and most of them were like sport bike Harley mixes. Yeah. So yeah there's a lot of cool people You do around. see a lot of that lot with, with the... Bay Area oh, diversity thing. Yeah. You, you do actually see a lot of sport bikes and tours and, Last, and mm-hmm. Harleys mixed in the same group. Last week I was downtown and I saw a group with a Honda Elite, a dude on some ratted out sport bike, and like two sumos <laughs> and a dude on like an old Honda Cruiser. And I was like, and they weren't from They weren't us. And I was like, you, you should. Oh my, I need us. to talk Every to time them. And they took off. And I was like, damn it. That was our group that went to Hollister. Yeah, I think that was our Hollister. You're our people. You're our people. Come back. Yeah, it's like a parallel universe or something. real. It's like you see somebody, you're like, you're perfect for And then you go up to them and you're like, well, we did find one of those. There's a lot of dicks. <laughs> well, yeah. we did scoop up a straight today. We did the West Cliff right out the natural we bridges, did. and uh, so yeah. some dude rolls in on this cherried out Honda Trail oh, yeah. oh, God, Trail 50. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a mini trail. Brian. Yeah. His name is Brian. Yeah, yeah that thing cool was guy. cool. He was, was popping wheelies too. on the West Cliff coming back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sick. Chrome rims, hiding out tires, and everything. Yeah. yeah. And like, I didn't know all this, right? And so I see the bike sitting in the parking lot, and I was talking to him about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, a little mini trail, the, the wheelie machine, right? He's like, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like as he's leaving 10 minutes later me <laughs> <laughs> so I was like hey, he knows what the fuck he's doing oh yeah right. so that was cool uh, so again thanks Chris for writing in um, before we get out of here uh, upcoming events quickly Bagel anything 
Jim, nothing. Uh, Vampires Dark Ride next month. I can't remember the date, but it'll be on the website, vampiresmc.com. I think we oh. have a brass butt next week. Yeah. There's a brass butt next week. Charlie yeah, and I are going to go make our butts sore Ge- next oh, Saturday. Geez. Jesus. I got workouts nice. specifically for this. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It's scheduled, so anyone that wants to come. Yeah, hit Shit. us up on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, Jerry, Jerry, anything an coming up? Change before I, that. I think we're going to Tahoe. Yeah, yeah Tahoe. To Tahoe. Something. Um, nice. Probably. Undecided. Uh, we'll, we're just going to get our get up to 300 miles and come back. <clears throat> and cool. lastly, Mike. Yeah, um, so we got an announcement. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, man. No, I just wanted to say that uh, Mary, Mary Muffins is going to have a mini muffin in the garage soon, <laughs> if you know what that means. So we're going to have a mini Misfit. Sometime in, in, f- in February, yeah, bun in the oven. Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, so that's Congrats. why she's not riding. She's gonna, wow. she's gonna start riding again though. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna get her a Savage yeah. 650. And I'm, I'm thinking about selling all the bikes and getting dirt bikes so we could all ride together. The and a truck. Bike. Yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> we could, I could tow it in 300. I, I love the, the story I dreams you're having as as your first yeah. child is coming. It's gonna be diapers. I can't, I can't wait to see you diapers. three years from diapers. Now. <laughs> Yo, fuck a bunch of diapers, bro. We're getting mini bikes, dude. All you're gonna <laughs> want is sleep. You're gonna, you're like, dude, just give me some. I don't sleep. care if it's a boy or a girl. They're gonna be riding. It's oh, a lot yeah. easier to own. First tattoo at two, it's going to say FTW, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or I could put on like one of those those like fake tattoos, you know, every day. Until every day. It'll <laughs> just start soaking in eventually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone well, tried that? I feel like that should be tried. <laughs> that should be tried. I think it might work. Yes, Terry. Hey, I just want to say I uh, want to thank everybody that came out to Hollister two weeks ago. I know you guys probably talked about last week on the we podcast. Did. but yep. um. I want to. Awesome. I tell you, it's really important for Craig. Anybody that knows what Craig Vetter is kind of going through, um, you know, it, the support from from the community for him, you know, at, at the Monterey Airport was just great. Yeah, so, cool. I, I wasn't there, but from what I was told, he was all about it and was asking questions and wanted to answer questions, and that's just really cool. Yeah, this this whole thing. He got hit by a deer when he was only going like ten miles an hour. But, you know, you get hit by a 250-pound deer that sprints real quick at, like, 40 miles an hour, and it, it hits you as a person instead of your bike. Yeah. And it, yeah. Can, it can mess you up, especially if you're yeah. 74 years old. So uh, yeah. he's been sort of secluded from people, so that was a big, big time for him. Yeah. And a uh, shout-out to him as well because, yeah, he and Carol, super generous, nice people, bought lunch, and it was a great day. Thank yes. you, Terry. So, well, thank awesome. you guys for all coming out. Yeah, thanks. Cool. I think that, that about wraps it up. Uh, I'm your host, Douglas. I am Zach. I'm Bagel. Naked Jim. John Flores. Charlie. Cat. Matt. Isaac. Electric Terry. Mike. And I forgot something really important. Zach, how can people get a hold of us? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can. It's been a while. Yeah, you can find us online at motorcyclesandmisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112. Which I somehow have not yet committed to memory. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're holding your finger on the stop button, that's why. Yeah, that's why. All right, that's it, and we out. Cool. Cool. Cool.